This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 117, the easiest way to start a conversation in English with a stranger. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, coming to you from Arizona and Boston, USA. You don't need to always feel awkward when you start a conversation with a native speaker on the street. Today, get two clear tactics to start a conversation in English on the street or in the park. This podcast is sponsored by Indeed. As a business owner myself, I've learned that the most important key to success is having a great team, but it can be time consuming reading through tons of resumes. Need to hire a great candidate at your company? Why not eliminate the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Just in the minute that I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. So join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash A-E-E. Just go to indeed.com slash A-E-E right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash A-E-E. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Aubrey. Good to have you on the show today. How's everything going? Yes, great over here. How are you? Oh my gosh, I'm feeling great. Guys, if you don't know Aubrey's voice, she is on the podcast once in a while here, along with Michelle as well, and Jessica sometimes, and I am Lindsay, and we are the awesome Allers English team, and we love podcasting. <laughs> yes, we do. I know it's such That's a fun team. I love coming over here to Allers English, and if you guys do recognize my voice from IELTS Energy, that means you also listen to that amazing podcast. If not, yes. check it out. Subscribe to IELTS Energy, especially if you're preparing to take the IELTS exam. Yes, 100%. Go over there and follow that show, guys. So today, Aubrey, we're talking about, you know, easy ways to start a conversation in English with a stranger, because I think a lot of our listeners do struggle. We want to connect with people. You know, we want to have that conversation in the park, on the street, maybe at a restaurant if you're dining alone and there's someone next to you. But how can we do it? Yes, exactly. This is one of the trickiest things for me in Spanish yeah. right now. I really want to, you know, create these opportunities for conversations, sure. but it is tricky sometimes to know how can I approach someone? What could I first say? You don't want to make it awkward. Yes, exactly. So in today's episode, we're going to have a, you know, a bunch of ways, a bunch of ideas for you guys on how to do it. But so there are two kind of props that we can use, right? When it, when it comes yes. to <laughs> two kinds of props. One of them is if the person has a pet, a dog, usually they're walking a dog. We don't really walk our cats. So usually it's a dog. And what would be the second thing that could be a prop, oh, a conversation starter? 
Michelle. Yes, if someone has kids or if you have kids. This works yes. all the time for me. I can give you some details. <laughs> all right. I want to hear. You said you have a little story about your trip to Mexico. Yes. So yeah, tell so. us tell us how this how this goes for you. So I'm constantly looking for opportunities to practice my Spanish when I'm in Mexico. And it's not always easy. There will be people there who speak Spanish. But, you know, what do you, what do you say? How do you start the conversation? But yeah. when I have my kids with me, the twins, it's so much easier because they are so outgoing and they'll just go up and start <laughs> talking to someone. So we were on the beach and they were collecting shells and there were some cute Mexican ladies collecting seashells and they ran up to them and asked if they could see theirs. And Aww. so I was able to, I started speaking to them in Spanish and they responded. We had this amazing conversation that Aww. I don't know if we could have started if my kids weren't the ones start because it's not awkward if a little kid is talking to you because they don't know better (laughs) right so what do you do typically if your kid runs up talks to the person first and you're like oh this is a good opportunity to practice my spanish what would you say as you first go up and catch up with your kid what would you say to that person would yeah. You, so yeah. Mm-hmm. often I'll, I'll say something to my child sort of uh-huh. with them there. So that's what I did okay. this time, right? They were talking and, and I was like, Oh, tell them thank you. Cause she had like given my daughter a shell. So she said, thank you. And then, um, my daughter wanted to say it in Spanish. So then mm. I said, Oh, this is so fun. I've been learning Spanish. I've been excited to start you know, to try and yeah. and practice, you know, uh-huh. I'm like, necesito practicar el español. And they're yeah. immediately like, excited that someone's trying to learn Spanish and wants to practice. I think when I use that phrase, like, yes. oh, I need to practice my Spanish, that disarms, it pulls down walls, and people yes. are realizing like, oh, you know, there's no judgment here. This is just someone excited to practice. That's good. And we do talk about a lot on this show about how can you disarm the other person and also bring down your defenses, right? Totally. You don't have to go in with the a perfect thing that you could say in Spanish. You say, I actually just need to practice, right? My yep. Spanish is weak. And and what does that do? That puts a smile on their face, right? How do they react physically typically? Oh, yes. Always. They smile and they'll laugh and they often will say like, your Spanish is great because I'm saying the phrase that I've said a million times, which is like, <laughs> sorry, I don't speak Spanish very well, but I really right. need to practice. And you you know? perfected that, that phrase, though, right? so that's good. <laughs> yes. And now I'm getting to the part where I can understand what they say back and continue the conversation. And then I often, if we hit a word I don't know. I'll just say in Spanish, like, oh, how do you say that in Spanish? And they Mm -hmm. always seem really happy to share, right? I think it was seashell this time. I was like, oh, como se dice this, you know, just point at the seashell. And then it becomes this sort of spirit of collaboration and and learning some words. And then my kids started asking, how do you say that? How do you say that? (laughs) Oh, I love that. That is so good. This really is. So it's kind of like letting someone else lead, letting the kid lead, letting your dog kind of be there. And that's the other piece, right? Is if you have a dog, do we want to teach any phrases today for our listeners? You know, some of these might apply to kids and dogs and some of them just one or the other. Yes, exactly. Because whether if someone's at like a park with their kids, Mm -hmm. they always will welcome a a cute compliment about their kids. And the same thing, like you were saying, someone who's walking their dog, you know, if you use the phrase like, oh, how cute. Mm -hmm. When did you get him? Or, you know, yeah, when did you get him or her? Stop hesitating, stop forgetting words, and start speaking naturally. If these are your goals for 2024, then get ready for our B2 English Fluency course coming very soon. It will help you complete all of these goals in a clear study plan. The course will be available soon, but you can take action today by completing our fluency quiz to get your fluency level. 
Go to allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. See you there. Or how old is another one? How old is he or she? And that could apply to kids or dogs, right? Of course. Yep. Uh, You know, they might ask you how old or, oh, how adorable, right? I love that expression, adorable. Don't you? How adorable. How old is she? Or how Mm -hmm. old is he? Mm -hmm. We do get it's funny because our twins both have long hair. So often people think they're both girls. Poor oh, William. Yeah. Oh, no. He's quite delicate looking too. <laughs> so I offer, how old are they? And they'll, or how old is she specifically about him? But I'm never offended. Don't That's worry okay. about that, you know? Yeah. No, totally, totally. This, this sounds like such a good experience for your kids to be in Mexico and you know being able to be exposed to the language from such a young age. I mean, that's yes. amazing. What they got cool- really excited. They came back and they're like, we want to learn more Spanish. And they're not in um, Spanish classes at school. So I'm trying yeah. to help them learn some at home. But you're right to have that's a positive cool. experience early with the language and see, I could use this. I could use this yeah. in my life is really motivating. Yeah, it's also cool how you guys are, you know, this is not like a huge big deal vacation. It's just kind of a weekend trip for you guys, right? So you're not making a huge deal out of it. You're putting them in the culture in a way that's so natural. It's just, we're just here yeah. for the weekend. It's kind of, yeah. I like the idea as opposed to making a big deal. It's like happens more often this way. So they'll become fluent in Spanish at some point. Yes. I'm pretty sure. For that's sure. Cool. That's a huge perk of living in Arizona that mm. we're so close to the border. We have that opportunity. But also yeah. because of that, there are a lot of Spanish speakers who live here in Phoenix. Yes. So we're so very much good. motivated to, and it's a lot for like a lot of you listeners out there, you know, there are a lot of English speakers that live in your town, in your city. And it is motivating because you want to be able to communicate with them. I love that. That's so good. That's so good. Um, so what else could we say? So if we're talking about, let's imagine that the person has a dog, going back to the dog piece, you could say mm-hmm. something like, is he friendly or can I pet him? Not for kids, but for dogs. <laughs> right. But this is combined because I have one daughter who's just obsessed with dogs. So every time we see a yeah. dog, she wants to pet it. So oh. that, that kind of forces the interaction where I will ask like, oh, do you mind if my daughter pets you know, your dog. And and then they'll always say, yes, Yes. of course. And then of course, we're going to chat while my kid is petting their dog. I mean, it is true that having a dog really opens up a lot of conversations for you. And you know, not life changing conversations, but conversations that just kind of make the day a little more pleasant. You know, for sure. Right. It takes all the awkwardness out of it. These Mm -hmm. are interactions that natives have all the time. Right. This is the best just to ask someone about their kids, ask someone about their dog is so normal and natural. They expect it. They welcome it. And yeah, yeah, you can also ask, you know, what what breed is your dog? What kind of dog is she? And most dog owners love to talk about their dogs. Oh, they do. Oh, totally. They'll say, oh, he has a little bit of this, a little German Shepherd, a little Border Collie. They will talk forever Mm -hmm. about it. But yeah, I mean, I love the idea. I mean, both kids and dogs are a great way to start a conversation with someone on the street. So guys, if you do have that opportunity, do this, right? Take advantage of this opportunity, right, Aubrey? Yes, exactly. And think of how awkward it might be if you, you know, just sit back Mm -hmm. while either your child's petting your dog or who knows what, but you can just diffuse all of that awkwardness. Just even if you're a little shy, right? Force yourself to make that connection. Don't worry about your grammar. They're going to be excited to chat with you and just break down that wall. 
I love that idea. This has been a great episode. Lots of strategies and tactics that you guys can put into action right away. So good. So guys, if you are not following All Ears English, make sure you hit follow. In the next episode, we're going to talk a little bit about brain science and learning English. So I can't wait to get into that one, Aubrey. Yes. Awesome. I will see you there. All right. See you there. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.